Greetings, adventurers. Today we're excited to introduce you to a new story, Dark Dice, a horror podcast that blurs the line between actual play and audio drama, where the story is determined by the role of the dice. Six adventurers embark on a journey into the ruinous domain of the Nameless God. They will never be the same again. One of the players is not what they seem after a doppelganger, a creature that can assume the form and voice of whatever it kills, infiltrates the team. As the players are picked off and replaced one at a time, can they figure out who the monster is before it's too late? Can you? Here's a quick example of what our show sounds like. The, uh, shambler with the jar of liquid inside of him. Soren Arkwright let loose an arrow that cracked the glass, passing through the spine of the creature. The shambler still managed to maintain its forward momentum, but stumbled as it eagerly tried to bite and swipe at Soren, landing near his feet. As Jeff Goldblum has now joined our cast, Dark Dice is available however you listen to podcasts. What's up, everyone? I'm Noah Daniels. Hey, y'all. I'm JJ. And I'm Kat. And on this episode, we had Zach reach out to us. He wanted to share his hauntings with a haunted house. I feel like we've been on a run of haunted houses lately, but uh, the Zach, the Zach, that's a weird way to say Zach. Um, (laughs) It's this cold. It's hard to talk. Zach did reach out by email and he seemed to have some pretty creepy things going on in a home that he grew up in. Zach, welcome to the podcast. Thank you guys for having me. Yeah, thanks for being here. And of course, we'd love to find out kind of where you fall on the believo meter. Zero meaning ghosts aren't real, and ten ghosts are absolutely real. Where do you fall on that scale, Zach? Probably like a like an eight, I guess, because I've had a lot of stuff happen. But I uh, try to like reason with everything, even though mm-hmm. when I tell stuff to people, they're like, "There's no way that that's not real." But right. I don't know. I try to reason with everything. Yeah, I think that's a healthy yeah. perspective to have with the paranormal. Eight's a good score. We're excited to hear about it. Why don't you kind of start us off with where your hauntings began? I feel like I have to like speed talk to get through everything. But um, it first started when I think I was like six years old. And when I was a kid, I uh, I used to, which I didn't find out the reason for this until recently, because I talked to my mom about a lot of it, like saying that I was going on the podcast. And she told me a lot of stuff, too. Um, but I used to sleep in my parents' bedroom for a pretty long time as a kid, probably until I was like eight years old. And I used to have like a little like mattress on the floor. I did too. Sorry to interrupt. (laughs) I did three. I'm Ah! embarrassed to say. Yeah, I'm embarrassed by that, but I'm- Yeah, me too. You know what? I was too, but only because my parents would make me feel bad about it. And now it's nice to relate with you guys. I slept on a cot and sometimes they would put me in their closet. I, I don't know. Anyways. Okay, well, I didn't get Harry Pottered, but um, <laughs> but yeah, also, parents... I, I did that till I was like thirteen, so don't oh, feel bad. No, uh, no just kidding. Um, yeah, my dad loves to make fun of me for that, and I'm like, I had no say in this. It wasn't that we took a vote exactly. or anything. You guys just kept me in your room, you weirdos. Anyway, oh, I also was just scared of being upstairs by myself. But no, they wait, wait, wait. I we gotta dissect this. No, your parents kept you in their room. Like they were like, no, you have to sleep in our room. <laughs> um. Well, I mean, I didn't have the option to go to the room which became my bedroom. I just up until like I was eight or so, there was like a cot in their bedroom, and that was where I slept. Also, does that mean they didn't fornicate for eight years? Uh, I don't want to think it, about that's what cars are for you don't have to go into that uh, okay <laughs> I, I, I need that. to go back to therapy um, they did it in right. the car Noah <laughs> all right Zach anyway Zach <laughs> um so I I slept in their room for a really long time and I found out 
a side tangent, but I found out the reason for that was actually because I had three other siblings and there were four uh, rooms in a house that we lived in. And all of their bedrooms were upstairs. And the only bedroom that was left, because I'm the youngest, was the one downstairs. Yep. And it was in the basement. And my mom was like, I feel weird, like energy in the basement. Like, I don't want, I don't want our son sleeping down there. So my dad was pretty mad about it, but she kept pitching a fit. So I slept in their room for a really, really long time, which I have a lot of stories about the basement too, but that'll take a while to get to. Um, so one morning I like was sleeping in their room and I think they got up for work or something like that. And so like I moved over to sleep on their bed and a couple hours later I woke up and like pretty much the room was set up where it was like the door was in front of you and then to the left was like a hallway that led to the bathroom and there were closets on either side. And then to the right of me was like a big huge window that like the sunlight would shine through like it was like a really really big window and I woke up one morning and I saw like an older man that was like kind of like I could kind of see through him and he was standing over by the closets and he just walked past the end of the bed and as he like got closer to the window he just kind of like faded into the light and I was like that's a little weird but I like, I, I always kind of question it because I get sleep paralysis really, really bad too. Mm -hmm. And I kind of am like, is that the first time that I had sleep paralysis? But like, at the same time, I remember being able to like physically move and everything too. And I wasn't scared by it because I was a weird little kid and I used to watch a lot of like scary things. So I was just like, oh, I just saw a ghost. And I like told my parents and like everyone in my family kind of made fun of me for it. And then my mom was like, yeah, if you see ghosts, just tell them to go away and like, you'll be fine. And I was like, okay. okay. And it wasn't uh. until later that I found out she had a lot of stuff happen in that house too. And that's really? why. Did you recognize that ghost at all or was no. it just kind of a quick? It was just, I all I remember, cause also this is a really long time ago, but I just remember it being like an older man and he was like, dressed nice mm -hmm. and i think he like i wasn't able to get that many features out but i i only it was twice that i've seen him and the rest of that was more like seeing shadows and like hearing noises but mm -hmm. each time that i saw him it was the same man and it was just an older dude and i couldn't like this as like cliches it sounds like if he was kind of like transparent i think that's the word mm -hmm. where you can like see through him a little bit and that's that's what I remember for that. I had a pet frog when I was a kid that was transparent. Um, anyway, you did. <laughs> like you can see his organs. Yeah, yeah. Whoa. We ordered it from a toy store. It died three times on arrival, and then the third time it stuck. Um, Wait, like you ordered three different ones, or right? It wasn't the same um... one they kept. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I guess that could be a whole it. other episode. Yeah. The frog that like <laughs> dies and comes back to life just won't kick it. No, yeah. it, no, it did CPR on the frog. <laughs> well, Zach, I know. Okay, so you saw it that one time. The second time you saw it, was it much later, or was it pretty soon connected to that first time? It, it was. It was when I was still sleeping in my parents' bedroom. So it was probably like within a year of that, because I remember stopped sleeping in there around that time. And it was one night. I like 
was sleeping on the floor or whatever. And then I heard like a really, like I heard footsteps, I think what it was. Yeah. It was like footsteps or something like outside in the kitchen was, was like outside their room. And I like woke up my dad and I was like, I think there's someone out in the kitchen and he's like, okay. And we walk out into the kitchen and then it's like super horror movie-esque. I like see the exact same man standing over by like our uh, dining room table. Like the and, old man you had saw yeah, the other night? Or exactly. And it's the exact same guy. And then I like, I'm like, dad, dad, dad. And I'm like patting him, trying to get him to look. And then right when he looks, he just fades away. So. Ugh. Yikes. Yeah, that does not sound like sleep paralysis. <laughs> that one. <laughs> Man. And did, did your dad see him or was it just you? No. So my mom, she saw shadows a lot, but she never actually saw like details of him. I think if I did see what I saw, I don't know if it was because I was just like a kid or something. So maybe like my mind was more open to it. Mm -hmm. And because I was the only person in my entire house that's like actually legitimately saw him. And I know in the email you mentioned that there were other things going on in the home that kind of clued you into this being more than sleep paralysis. Can you tell us about those? It's going to freak me out talking about it. But um, the creepiest well, you thing... want to. <laughs> the creepiest thing was like a lot of the other things I can kind of dismiss, but footsteps was like the thing where I was like, I know I heard that. And a lot of, because I was the youngest, like a lot of my siblings would be at school or college and stuff like that. Cause they were way older than me. And then my parents would go off to work. So I'd just be home completely alone all the time. And I remember specifically once one time I remember I had like a little like toy room or whatever, like a room that I would play in. And I was like playing in it and it was upstairs and this is by the time of this time, I think one of my siblings moved out. So I took one of their rooms and one of their rooms was like, when you go upstairs, it's like my toy room was off to the left. And then my room was like all the way down, down a hall to the right. And I was in the like playroom, just like playing around. And then I heard like really loud footsteps, like running up the stairs. And then I hear it like run across like the floor up there and then go into my room and I hear my like room door open too and I was like that's weird but my brother lived with us at the time so I was like maybe he's just like messing with me or something like maybe he's home and I, I didn't know that he was and um I like kind of take a second and then I walk out and I see that my room door is open so I'm like creepy but like it's probably my brother playing a prank on me and then I go in my room and my closet door is wide open, which I know for a fact I closed my closet door because I was I was one of those kids where like my parents would tell me to clean the room. So I would stuff everything in the closet. Mm -hmm. yeah. So like I always kept it closed because I was super embarrassed of it. So I remember hearing like a static noise from my closet and I was like, OK, and I walk over to my closet and I had like a, a little like walkie talkie. And it was placed like face down on the ground, like in the center of the closet where like, I don't think I would have put it and it was just on. And it was just like, it wasn't like saying anything creepy or like doing anything, but it was just on in a spot that I know I didn't let it leave it. So mm -hmm. that was one of the things. And then I would just hear footsteps all the time too. But 
was it a wood floor that would creak or, or carpeting or how would was, you hear the steps? It was carpet. So like oh, wow. it, it would like thud. Cause mm-hmm. I, I remember like it was specifically always like up the stairs. Cause I think a lot of the noises I would like dismiss because even as a kid, I think I was like somewhat self-aware because I like, I well, just watched so much like ridiculous paranormal stuff and like, I loved like mm-hmm. ghost adventures and all that. So mm-hmm. I kind of like most things I would be like, eh, that's whatever. But then there was like a lot of times where I was like, I just heard footsteps. I know for sure. I just heard footsteps. And that one time in particular, I even checked around and literally no one was home too. Well, Zach, you had also mentioned that your mom had some experiences. Did her experiences lend any confirmation for you for what you had experienced? In that house, definitely, yeah. Because my mom, she experienced stuff like all her life. And she experienced a lot of stuff when um, she was pregnant with me and all of my siblings. Like, um, quick side tangent, but like she said when she was pregnant with all of my siblings, like uh, the childhood house that she grew up in, I think it was my great grandmother's house. And it was like super haunted. Like she's been seeing ghosts since she was a kid at that certain house and she said when she was pregnant with all of my siblings she would wake up in the middle of the night all the time and see like a man standing there and Mm -hmm. then she said that um it was weird because when she was pregnant with me she saw a woman for the first time Mm -hmm. and like that woman would come visit her every night and she stopped seeing the man instead so Mm -hmm. i thought that was like a weird creepy detail but so she has like frequent flyer miles then with the paranormal it sounds like (laughs) wow definitely and That's then true. she she saw a lot of stuff in that house too, like the shadows and her footsteps too. So when so she, did you when did you find out that your mom was also having these kind of experiences? It's when more stuff I think started to happen in that house. Cause I remember specifically like um I think it was one thing in particular that happened that like not many things freaked me out, but there were like two things that really, really freaked me out. And one of them was one night I had like, I had a friend over and we were like staying up super late in my room, just like hanging out, doing whatever. And I had like these like toy shelves where I like, I don't know how to describe it, but like, if you've ever seen like the shelves where it's like bins that you like kind of like layer inside of them mm-hmm. so that you mm-hmm. can't just like fly them out and like, so your shit doesn't like go all over. Um, but like, it was like these bins that were placed into this shelf. And I remember I didn't see it, but like in order for it to leave, leave the shelf, you would have to like actually pick it up, like out of it. And I remember I was like talking to my friend and then one of the bins literally just flew across the room and hit the wall. Like, Jeez. I remember <laughs> cause I like talked to that friend about it before and he was like, Oh God you were telling the truth and I was like yeah I told you oh my god and I uh wow. I was talking to my mom about that in particular and I think I, I was just kind of telling her that it freaked me out and then she told me like pretty much just like tell them to go away like if you do that they'll the most of the time listen and then she started telling me a lot of her stories from when she was a kid and mm-hmm. like the pregnancy stories and she admitted that she had a lot of stuff go on around there too wow that must have been pretty validating to to like yeah 
I've heard that from any adult, but especially your mother. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. And my siblings like made fun of me for it a lot because I would be like, I see an old man. And then they would like, I don't know, make jokes about it. Yeah. But yeah. It, like leading up to this, I actually talked to my one of my sisters about it. And then she like admitted to me that she had a bunch of stuff happen too, but she just kind of liked to make fun of me. Yeah. <laughs> but she had a bunch of freaky stuff happen too on top of all of that. How often would you experience poltergeist type activity like that? It, it wasn't until we moved to a new house that I was like, oh, you don't normally hear like bangs on the wall and you don't normally like see shadows walking across the room. And it was literally like an everyday thing. It was just, there's like core things that I like really, really remember. I hear a lot of people talk about it, especially on your podcast where it's like, uh, you feel someone watching you like that Mm -hmm. feeling Mm -hmm. where it's like the hair raising feeling. And that, that happened all the time like it wasn't like constantly but i would just be like alone in my room and then i'd be like oh someone's here and like i even had one of my friends i i was talking to him about all this stuff recently and he was like i don't know why it was but every time i was like ever in your room he was like i got this like super weird feeling like someone was like watching me over my shoulders. This episode of the Real Hauntings Real Ghost Stories podcast is brought to you by Wild Grain. Hey everyone, it's Noah Daniels and I'm here to talk to you again about Wild Grain. Our last shipment of Wild Grain was so good that my four-year-old cannot stop asking for more of that awesome bread with dinner. And I'm not going to lie, I'm right there with him. And honestly, there's nothing quite like the smell of fresh bread baked coming from the oven. What if I told you that you too could get that delicious experience of homemade bread with none of the time and work involved? Well, you can by ordering from Wild Grain. Wild Grain is the first ever bake from frozen subscription box for sourdough breads, fresh pastas, and artisanal pastries. Every item bakes frozen in 25 minutes or less, no thawing required. And you can now fully customize your wild grain box, so you can choose any combination of breads, pastas, and pastries. You can even build a box of only breads, only pastas, or only pastries if you'd like. Plus, for a limited time, you can get $30 off the first box, plus free croissants in every box. When you go to wildgrain.com hauntings to start your subscription. You heard me. Free croissants in every box and $30 off your first box when you go to wildgrain.com hauntings. That's wildgrain.com hauntings, or you can use promo code hauntings at checkout. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% back at hundreds of stores, and it's all happening this week, May 6th to May 13th. It's the perfect time to shop for everything on your list for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. I know I'm using this week to stock up on some warmer weather essentials at Ray-Ban and Ulta, and I love that Rakuten even helps me save on travel at sites like Hotels.com. Rakuten really is the best way to shop, and you can save even more by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, during Big Give Week, that cash back is bigger than ever. With Rakuten, membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. And he was telling me, I've never had that feeling before besides when I was in your house. And I pretty much told him I like 
I felt that all the time. And I didn't realize it until we moved out that that was kind of strange. Yeah. Did you did you ever get any closure in that house? Like, did you find out if someone passed away before y'all moved in or anything like that? See, the thing that I think makes me question it the most is that um, that that house was built like my parents were the first ones to live in it. Oh, and wow. that's the thing that's always made me like second guess a lot of it. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It, maybe it, it was like the land it was on, or maybe a piece of furniture it was attached to. I didn't even think of the furniture thing. That could be good because I'm we an had expert. Of, they say <laughs> we had a lot of like stuff passed down from I think like my grandfather and my great grandmother and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So it always could have been something weird, but mm-hmm. I don't know because I've also described what I like remember the man looking like, and I think no one in my family really like immediately. They're like, it could have been this person. It could have been this person, but right. like hard to tell exactly and also there were just certain like violent things that would happen to where i'm hoping that a past family member wouldn't be like crazy enough to do such gnarly things to us right right like even more violent than the the toy shelves flying across the room yeah the the funniest story is my sister um she was telling me a story where she was in her room and her friend was spending the night and they were just kind of like on the bed, like just hanging out, doing normal stuff, like watching movies. And she said she had like these, a really, really big closet where it was like double open doors that you sling open. And she said slowly, like the closet doors, both of them just slammed open and slammed against the wall, like making like a huge bang sound. And she it's funny because her friend was like what just happened and my sister was like oh it's fine it's just the demon lives in our house oh my oh god, my god. Uh, don't. there's there's the title for this episode it's just the demon that lives in <laughs> oh our yeah house. don't worry about it good lord <laughs> she literally was like it's fine like just don't give him the attention and like he won't he won't do anything else and she was like what are you talking about? Like, I'm not sleeping in this room tonight. I'm not yeah. sleeping here. She was like, stop being lame. Like, you, you uh, need to chill out. It's fine. As long it's as you just don't a demon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And how do you not give that any attention? Just like, well, well exactly. just, gonna, just gonna ignore that that happened. Just be cool. God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That's, wow. that to, would freak me out. I'm trying to think back, and JJ and Noah. If you think of any, you should tell us. But like a place, a friend's house that you would stay at or a relative's house you would stay at where like you can vividly remember just not knowing why, but you just didn't want to stay there or there was like a part of the house you wouldn't want to go in. I I used to go to a friend's house for sleepovers every now and then because his mom and my mom were friends, but he was also friends with like all the popular kids of which I was not a part of. So I didn't like going to those sleepovers because... That's not I really didn't belong there. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's not really what the question was. Well. <laughs> Sweet JJ. I mean, I had that man that that house I went to where I touched that ghost, but I stayed over there all the time. I, that house was pretty cool. That house uh, where I touched that mansion where I touched yeah. that fancy <laughs> ghost. Other than that, my grandmother's house, which I also stayed at a good bit, always kind of gave me the creeps because she only used like a part of her house because she was already kind of older, you know? Mm -hmm. And so it was kind of 
weird going to like the untouched part of the house that just always had a different energy um so and it's like a, furniture wrapped in plastic it wasn't wrapped it was just never like literally that other half of the house was never used we yeah. never went over and i would i would you know as a curious kid i would venture around in it and it just always felt really cold like i don't know i mean that's like my memory of it it's just i just always remember feeling kind of uh, spine tingly cold uncomfortable in that part of the house and i would quickly run back you know to my grandmother or to my parents that were over there. i just had a pretty big memory unlock that i have forgotten um when i couldn't think of a place that gave me the heebie-jeebies like when i just asked y'all until y'all both gave your answers was jj not yours but no one <laughs> or jj which, which I, we have to cut noah's out because it was boring but... oh god <laughs> So just going to commandeer for just a second, because this is crazy. Um, I, my best friend in like middle school, high school, she always lived in the same house and there were, and we would do sleepovers there all the time. And I just remembered, I don't know when, if it was middle school or high school, when her mom, her mom was like really crazy, but in a great way, she was like one of those crazy moms you wish your mom was like, mm -hmm. um, before we went to so crazy as in uh loving and emotionally available and community okay <laughs> i'm always those things in case she's listening um but listen we would always sleep in the living room downstairs and right before we went to bed one night her mom was like oh yeah by the way like my grandmother haunts the dining room which like when you sleep in the living room you're facing the tv and to the right of the tv is the opening to the living room and the dining room table and the chairs in there and then we walk, and she literally pointed out a chair and she's like, that chair right there is the chair she used to sit in. And that's where she, oh, we'll see her sitting there sometimes. And I could never look in that room when we would, when I would walk by it to the kitchen or to go upstairs or wherever it was that we were sleeping, I would, I could not look in there because I was so terrified. And I swear, and this is crazy. I probably repressed this memory because I was like, so terrified. There was one time I was going to get water and my friend was like, oh, don't be so scared. Like, she's, it's not really haunted. Just go get water. They also had like one of those weenie dogs, wiener dogs. A dachshund? Oh, yeah. That was like a hell spawn. Just like all, oh, really yeah. mean and would try to like bite your ankles. Her mm -hmm. name was Duchess. Mm -hmm. Um, That's irrelevant. But so I was scared of two things in the house. So I had to walk quickly to get water to get away from the ghost and the, the dachshund. The dachshund? Mm -hmm. um, anyways. I swear, how, I'm really how old were you? Uh, I'm thinking this must have been middle school because I remember getting better at staying at her house through high school because we were best friends for so long. I was always over there, um, so this must have been earlier. And I swear there was one time when I was going to the kitchen, and I again, I am not ever looking in that room. But sometimes my intrusive or impulsive thoughts are like, just look really quick, just look really <laughs> quick. And like, the, I don't know if it was out of my peripheral, but there was like gray curly hair. That's all I can remember at oh, the top of the chair that. and just being so, so scared. I had, Shit. how long have we had this podcast? Wow. And I've yeah. never thought of that story. <laughs> We've, I mean, we're married and I've never even heard that story. Yeah. All right. And more importantly, it wasn't on the podcast. Anyway, actually. sorry, Zach. <laughs> just took <laughs> over that. But no, who tells a middle school? That's. um. Yeah, she was a little loco. Yeah, that's scary stuff. Um, wow. Well, Zach, as you kind of moved forward, like with your experiences, obviously you had a lot going on. Was there one that you haven't shared yet that kind of sticks out the most to you at the house? Um, 
yeah, I've been trying to save this one. Um, the creepiest one to me. Also, I have one from my sister that I think is a little bit weird. Okay. Um, but one night, I think it was that same room that I was staying in where it had the weird closet and like that closet. It, it was just like it was just a little strange. Like I would hear like what sounded like people talking in it all the time. And like, it, it got to the point where we literally had to get like a German shepherd. So like she could sleep in my room with me because I used to get so paranoid at night because of it. Hmm. And um, one night, I think I was like in the living room with my parents, like watching something and I was a bored ADHD kid. So I wanted to go get my PSP. And so I go upstairs to grab my PSP. And when I open the door to my room, I hear like knocks on my closet door, like Mm -hmm. just like a little bit of knocking. And I think we probably like just saw a scary movie or something. So me being the stupid kid that I am, I like was like, I'm going to, I'm going to like test it and see if there actually is something here or not. I went up to the closet door and I did like, the like normal knock like the dun 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 on it and nothing happened nothing happened so i was like knew it like the there's nothing like if there was a real ghost that was messing with us like he would have done something and then as i'm walking to the door Mm -mm. to leave my room as you would assume i hear like like bang bang like super loud on the door i didn't i did not sleep until that and like in that room for like a month like a really really long time i slept on the couch downstairs because i was like the everything else i can justify i was like that's that's a little a little too much a little too much for me did your did your german shepherd ever like freak out at nothing and you're just like oh shit there's a ghost yeah she would like growl at stuff all the time she wouldn't like um she was a really really relaxed dog so she wouldn't like go off like barking but she would stare at stuff a lot which i know a lot of dogs just do Mm -hmm. but um she would stare at stuff and growl and like do stuff like that all the time so i like kind of and kind of not but that's another reason why i'm also like i feel like maybe there like wasn't like a super evil spirit because i feel like my dog would have gone off more, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Man, was your dog in the room nuts. when the knock thing happened? No, she was downstairs. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. And you want to share with us the, uh, the story your sister told you? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think one night, like, so like my mom always said she got weird, like feelings in the basement and for the like most part, no one really slept down in the basement, but Whenever my sister wanted, like, I think I'm pretty sure it's like whenever she wanted to sneak out of the house or whenever she would like come back from sneaking out of the house, she would just sleep in the bedroom downstairs. And one night she was sleeping in the bedroom downstairs and like, it was kind of a normal thing that for some reason, even though we would lock the like backyard door in the basement because there was a backyard door in the basement even though we would lock it it would just open all the time and like that could have been horrible door hinges something like that because all the time like we would know we put the dogs outside and then they would just come walking upstairs and be like what and then go downstairs and the door was wide open and one night my sister's sleeping down there 
and we had this dog uh like named duke he i forgot what kind of dog he is but like long-haired like really big dog and um he like one night my sister wakes up and she feels cold so she's like why am i freezing and she sees the the backyard door is wide open so she's like all right don't know how that happened but whatever and she goes to close it and when she goes to close it she sees our dog duke just sitting in the backyard and she's like what is he doing like why is he in the backyard it's like 3 a.m at night and she's fully awake too like she's not i mean that i know if she wasn't hallucinating but she's like what is he doing in the backyard and she like calls him over and he's not responding to her so she like walks out to get him and she said he was like covered in mud like really like just disgusting like brown just nasty shit and yeah. she was like what what like why are you outside covered in mud like in the middle of the night and she kind of drags him inside and takes him to a bathroom cleans him off and does all that and then when she's done duke walks off and she goes back to bed and um the next morning my sister went up to my mom and was like why was duke outside last night like why was he outside and i mean as you can probably expect my mom was like what are you talking about he was in our room the entire night like we had the door shut he was sleeping with us the entire night and i was like <laughs> like what? i don't know really what to make of that because i don't know if i've heard stories of like spirits like I don't know, like making people see things like that, but like a Duke doppelganger or something. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like, I that one, she... I don't know. That one's just so weird to me. Did you like say a... this already? But did she end up just leaving him out there, being like, "Okay, he's not coming"? No, she Ooh. washed him, right? Yeah, she literally like drug him inside into oh. the bathroom, and she like cleaned him off the best she could, and then she like was like, "All right," and then he just walked off, and. She said she went back to sleep, and then the next morning, my mom said that. Isn't that what like skinwalkers are supposed to do? Like, change oh, into <laughs> that shit's freaky. Yeah, the next episode of Unsolved Mysteries. Um, oh my god! Yeah, wow, that's wild, man. Y'all really experienced a lot in that home. That's one of the better haunted home stories I've heard. It's I don't know, that's freaky. That bang bang thing really. Yeah, um, that's that shook me a little bit. I would be so annoyed if I had gone up at 3 a.m., given my dog a bath, and then to find out that it was a fucking ghost, I would be so pissed off. Just, like, fucking with you? Just, like, oh. Yeah, I'm just, like, like okay, I could have just gone back to bed. Well, Zach, thank you so much for coming in and sharing those stories. Yeah, that was, that's crazy. That's an amazing episode. Is there anything I... that you want to plug or promote as we kind of wrap up? Uh, I don't think so. Yeah, I should. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> Do you feel okay after talking about all that? Do you feel like you're oh, not? Oh, yeah. Yeah, 100%. You also remind me of an actor, but I can't figure out who it is. Do you ever get told you look like someone famous? Hmm. Uh, probably, yeah. yeah. A lot of different people. Pretty much any, like, younger white guy. I get oh. about all of them. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like the Just... Malcolm in the Middle kid if he grew up. I assume he did grow up. I don't know why I said if he grew up. <laughs> nah, alive. he died. He's a, he's a NASCAR driver. Anyway. Um, really? Yeah. 
it, for anybody who's curious, my kid pooped on the toilet tonight for the first time. We were really Yay! excited. Yeah, he said, he said, Dad, I made a big snake. And then when he flushed it, he went, bye-bye, snake. Go back to your family. <laughs> Did he wow. get like a chocolate chip or anything? Oh, no. I told him that he could pick any um, Hot Wheels track off Amazon he wanted. He's three, by the way. Any? Aren't there some pretty yeah, it, like It was 20 bucks. Ones? No, I knew which one he wanted. It's got this little shark that eats the cars. It's like. $22. Are you going to have to do that every time he goes to the bathroom? No, no. He's going to go poop every day, probably. I hope so. Do you not poop every yeah. day? Oh, yeah. Well, no, I'm just saying like... Oh, that's we're very days. regular. Oh, God, I regret no. asking this. We don't want to talk yeah. about poop. <laughs> With that, I'm Noah Daniels. I'm JJ. I'm Kat. And I'm Zach. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.